and ASI Media Podcast covering the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Executive Editor Sarah Lavandusky, and today we're joined by Meredith Elliott Powell, a business growth, sales, and leadership expert who's also been a speaker at our ASI shows. We're going to talk today about how to lean into price increases, which everyone has seen across the board, and how to, as Meredith says, turn uncertainty into competitive advantage. So with that, thank you, Meredith, for being with us today. We really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here today. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you at the top, where are price increases coming from at the moment? And of course, inflation is on everyone's mind right now. It's across the board as well. Supply chain issues are a big deal. But also we've seen in this industry positive trends towards higher quality items, sustainable items, items made in the United States that come with a higher price point. So where have you seen those price increases, both you know, positives and perhaps negatives, more economic negatives? You know, I think that I think we are getting price increase pressure from every direction you can possibly get it. I was really thinking about this the other day. I had been in business a long time. I mean, I, I, I graduated from college in the uh, early 80s and, and went straight to work into a business. I don't know that I have ever seen price pressure coming from as many directions as I have right now. I mean, think about it. Everything is more expensive. Everything that goes into the cost of making and delivering a product has gone up. Your cost of labor, the pressure on that is is just tremendous right now. If you want to keep employees, you have to pay them more. You have to go up on commissions. The cost of your products, the cost of gasoline to get it on a truck or an airplane, you know, to to get it to, um, you know, to get it to its destination, the cost of technology um, has increased. So it's coming really from every single uh, direction, even some that you said are positive. I do think one of the most positive trends I've seen is the fact that production is coming back into the U.S., but that's, it's going to increase value, but that's going to come at, at, uh, at a cost. So if you aren't raising your prices, you're squeezing your margins way too hard. And, and it's going to be difficult to, to stay in business. Right. Absolutely. So what are some ways for, and so often the conversations move towards price because it's such an obvious thing when you're talking about the product on offer, it's very obvious how much this costs versus how much that costs. And we naturally price compare, but I want to ask about ways that sales reps can stop focusing on price and start focusing on that value with prospects and clients. Okay, well, if you're ready for this, at the, um, at the fear of insulting anybody who's listening, if you're selling on price, you're not selling, you're just filling an order. And, um, and I get it. I mean, I, I, was, uh, I was in sales for years. I'm still in sales because I run my own business. And I don't know what it is about being in sales, but we immediately cringe at the moment somebody asks us about price and we just want to take that price as low as we can possibly take it so that we win the deal. That isn't selling. What selling means is that it means that you are understanding deeply the problem that the person has that you're talking to, and you're able to um, give them the product or service that's going to solve that problem. And so it's a myth in this economy that people are price sensitive. In fact, I think in uncertain times, they are less price sensitive, but you have to sell the risk and you have to sell the value. In other words, what I mean is you have to help me understand what I lose if I don't buy this product and pay this price. And what do I gain 
if I do buy this um, product or, or price. I call it my, um, this is going to date me, I call it my Paul Harvey strategy. Paul Harvey was a radio personality that used to tell the rest of the story. And whether people ask you what, what your product has to offer or they don't, you still have to tell them. So with that, you know, it's, it's, that's so key to selling and then leaning into the confidence to do that. Maybe it takes practice, you know, maybe it just takes practice and hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, but having confidence in the value that you're offering and the risk they're running if they don't take you up on that value. How can sales reps lean into being confident in those price increases and the value? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, such a, um, it's such a good point. Number one, if you want to be confident into leaning into it, you can't be desperate. You better have a full pipeline. Because the moment that you are desperate, it has an odor that you can smell miles away. And so, you know, one of the reasons, it's interesting, just before we did this podcast, I was just on with a woman who told me she'd hired two other speakers at half my keynote fee, half my keynote fee. And when she asked me what my fee was, she said, we'd really love to have you, we're sold on it, you know, but we're not sure we can afford you. I told her what my fee was. And you know, she set me up beautifully. She already told me she'd hired people at less, but I immediately told her everything that she was going to get if she put me on that stage and why it would be worth return on investment. So there's two critical things that you just said there. Number one, you need to practice. You better be selling price increases into your mirror every day. Sell a price increase into your dog. Get good at selling a price increase. Get good at talking about what you sell and why it's worth it. The other is do not be desperate. Sales is a lifestyle. I mean, if she, we closed the deal, we closed the deal at my keynote fee, but, um, but if she wouldn't have, that's okay. I have enough else in the pipeline that if it didn't come through, that's okay. So with that said, what are some examples of value that you're offering a prospect or client or risks that they may run by not going with you. And then also, like you're saying, if they choose not to work with you, that's okay. Like that's a choice that they're making. It wasn't a good fit and that's okay. And there are other people, there are other fish in the sea, but what are some examples again of, of value that you're offering and risks that they're running by not working with you? I'm going to tell you my favorite one when it comes to promotional products. Um, one of the worst promotional products I get out there is a cheap pen. I just can't stand it when somebody gives me a cheap pen. So if I were out there selling promotional products and I had a great pen and that pen is going to be 50 cents more than a pen that somebody else could get. I mean, I'm looking at giving away a thousand pens at a conference. I'm obviously thinking I want to get the best value, Right. But as a salesperson, you need to help me understand my reputation is on that pen. So when somebody uses that pen, if, they, if that pen works, if the ink lasts a long time, if they love that pen, if it becomes their favorite pen, my credibility just went up. Now, you could sell me a cheaper pen. You could sell me a pen that's 50, 75 cents less than this pen. But when that pen runs out of ink, if that person never uses that pen, if they complain about that pen, you didn't save money. You just set your reputation backwards. So 
you understand the promotional products industry. I don't. So you have to help me understand. I'm not trying to give away a product. I'm trying to build awareness about what I do for a living. I'm trying to build my credibility and my reputation in the marketplace. So especially if like I'm a doctor, I can't give away cheap product, but do not assume I know that. You have to help me understand what I'm trying to do. Yeah, well, absolutely well said. And finally, um, you know, making sure that you are not spinning your wheels and making sure that you're selling to people who maybe like you're, you're saying need some education in terms of the value that promo, good promo offers them, but also those who will be open to mm-hmm. spending more with you. How do you know, how, how can you figure out your target audience and make sure that you're pitching to the right people? Uh, you know, Sarah, so you're, I mean, you're spot on. If you lose on price, it's only for one of two reasons. Number one, you're selling to the wrong person. Number two, you're not selling the risk um, the risk and value. So how you choose your target market is really very easy. I'll tell you a quick story. Years ago, I had a gentleman who sold um, uh, accounting uh, software into the, into the manufacturing industry. He was getting crushed on price, just crushed on price. And he came to me because the sales reps wanted him to lower the margin. And, I, and he said he couldn't go. He'd be, he'd be losing money if he lowered the price anymore. And, um, and I said, well, great. How, how do you have customers who pay for your product right now? It's more expensive than the competitor. And he said, absolutely. I have people who pay for the product. And I'm like, well, why do they pay for the product? And he said, I mean, if they can get it cheaper somewhere else, why do they pay you? He said, I don't know. I said, well, why don't we go ask them? So you define your target market by defining who already buys your products and services and pays for them. There's a type. They work in certain industries. They're a certain age range. They have a certain position. They're a certain, you have a type and you have to understand who that is because you're absolutely right. There are people out there buying promotional products that just want the cheapest thing on the market and you need to let those people go. But you look at your best customers, the people who repetitively buy from you, pay your price and do not quibble about it. They understand the value. The better you understand your ideal customer, as much detail as you can get on them, the better you will choose your ideal prospect. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Meredith. Well said. Thank you for joining us today. And for more sales and leadership tips, please head to accesscentral.com slash news. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you.